Okay, so the most intimate personal thing that we possess is who we were created to be. Today, reality deceptions, what they are, where they come from, and four ways to avoid them to attract our best lives in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, kinetic believers all around the world. I'm Stephen Canyon. So glad you could join us for another adventure of attracting our best lives. Hey, if you'd like to send an email, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com, website stephencanyon.com. Hey, Maggie. Hey. Can you believe it's almost fall? Oh, my goodness. I love fall. Yeah, leaves are starting to turn here. Um, and it, actually, somebody told us the other day that because of, I think, that's been pretty dry. Yeah. Here in the is. mountains of Utah this summer that the leaves are not going to be as bright, but they look bright to me already. I know, that's what I was thinking. They look beautiful. All the reds and golds and... Mm. Love fall. It feels here very it frisky. Fall always feels frisky to me. Mm. Like, let's go play in a pile of leaves. That's a good and, word, isn't it? Frisky. Uh, and I love all the layers you get to wear. I love fall. Speaking of frisky, did you ever go to summer <laughs> camp as a kid? Oh, yeah. Actually, I would go to multiple summer camps every summer, <laughs> which, which as, I'm, stay. as I'm saying that, I'm realizing, you know, maybe I was um, a lot to handle as a kid. You <laughs> I think was so? being sent to all these camps. Oh. I loved camp, though. I loved camp. What did you like about camp? Um, the freedom. Hmm. The freedom. Because yeah. usually camps are sort of these expansive places with lots of woods and creeks and rivers and lakes and you can run around and you know sort of be with your friends and there's not like someone there all the time as a kid freedom gives us uh, a sense of being frisky doesn't it it does <laughs> yes it does hard to be frisky when you're oppressed i guess i love camp too gosh you know i hope kids that are at home right now my heart goes out to these kids that couldn't go to mm. to a summer camp this summer i i Go hope that they school. are being inspired to use their imaginations I hope so, too. Because I think that's one of the th- appeals of summer camp to a kid is, you know, you mentioned freedom and being frisky, but it's yeah. the imagination that's yes. running wild, the, the, the dreams of possibilities yeah. for a child. Mm. So healthy. So true. But you know something? The backyard can become a world of possibilities. Yes. You can climb trees that you can't get out of and... Yeah. <laughs> All kinds of stuff. <laughs> I mean, for the young imagination, I mean, the backyard is a jungle mm. or it's yes. you know, whatever you want it to be. Yes. Parents, let your ki- encourage your kids to use their imaginations. Absolutely. And they, that, I think it does require an environment for that. Oh, I, I totally agree. And I have to say, we were actually talking about this the other day. I feel like the, the new younger generation that's coming up, um, they, they actually seem to have some new fresh ideas all, all on, on their own. I, I think True. they're very cool. So love, cool, right? What would they be? Is that Gen Z or I X guess so. or something? I don't know. I can't keep up with that stuff. But during this time, really, just just having an opportunity to go to a place, mm. a space, where you could exercise in that imagination. Yes. I used to love to play with matchbox cars out in my backyard. And I'm, <laughs> I'm going back to a really young age, by the way. Like I need 14, to preface it by saying 15. that. Like, yeah, 15 years old. <laughs> but I can remember like it was yesterday, and it wasn't. But I can remember... You know, just playing around, making little roads in the yard. And one day would seem like forever. Yeah. I was into the Barbies. I was was into Barbies. I had so many, and I did the same thing, just hours of imaginative play and outside. And You know what I really enjoyed? And it doesn't, it didn't matter if I was at summer camp or 
at home, I love to play games after dark outside. Mm. Right? Yes. I mean, give me a flashlight. Absolutely. and I mean, because everything gets you know, bigger and it's, the possibilities more are more yeah. <laughs> endless and more interesting. Well, yeah. and as yeah. a kid, you know, we're always, you know, we, we have the, we're always oppressed by the bedtime. So if you're up after oh, dark, yeah, it's a big deal. More freedom, more friskiness. Yeah. yeah. I, I always loved, um, in the summers we'd get to stay up late and we have so many of those huge super soaker water guns and goodness, oh, yeah. we would just go crazy with that stuff. That after was so, dark, oh, a super yeah. soaker. Yes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't really play any more games after dark. You don't? I don't think so. We, we need to. You're dreaming. Right. <laughs> we get to bed oh early. That's what oh, it man. Is. Uh, today, you know, that chances are, hey, let's talk about something here that I think is vitally important to all of our success. If we haven't settled ourselves regarding our personal subjective beliefs, we remain vulnerable to reality deceptions. And that's what I want to talk about. Can you, can you recap that one more time? Yeah, so if we haven't settled ourselves, and what I mean by that is that if we haven't done the work of going back to the beginning to recognize what our genius of purpose is, why are we here? Mm-hmm. Why did we come into the natural? And it, it's not a random thing. I mean, there is a purpose for all of us. Every single individual human creative being on the planet has a purpose designed within them to fulfill. So if we haven't done the work of going back to look within and realize exactly what that is, then we remain vulnerable to the reality of our purpose being deceived. Mm. So I ask myself, and, and I do this as a practice that I do almost daily, am I being deceived by something? Wow. Is this a deception? And, and how do I know if I am? It's a valid question for everybody to ask themselves. How do you know if you're being deceived or not? Yeah, wow. Because it's not until we ask the question, right, until we get the answer. Yes. Okay. So with so many voices and opinions that are vying for our attention, most of those have an agenda to persuade us, and it can be challenging for anybody to kind of sort truth from fiction. Yes. So now more than ever. And now more than ever. So what is fake? What's real? <laughs> I mean, is there a difference? Is is there in reality something that is fake rather than real? We like to label things as being fake, but is it really? Mm-hmm. I mean, are not those just subjective questions that can have many, many different answers? Mm. Good question. Well, as a KB creative, we know that the problem with many answers is that many answers will produce many beliefs. Many results. So the double-mindedness of many beliefs will attract noise and confusion into our lives. Right. So this is where we get down to the issue here. So we're being deceived, and how do we know if we're being deceived? If you are new to these podcasts, please don't turn it off now, because we're, <laughs> we're actually working on something. You may, but now you may want to listen really slowly. Okay, and listen slowly. For the rest of you, I believe you can handle passing beyond the envelope of realities here for just a moment. I'm already listening slowly because, you know, I I woke up this morning thinking uh, everyone's telling me the truth and I I know I know fake from real. And now I'm like, wah, wah. (laughs) Oh, do we really know anything at all? I was so doe-eyed and naive. (laughs) My eyes are going to be open All right, so Meg, just listen slowly here for a minute. Okay, realities can be categorized by the usual concepts of subjective and objective. 
Every human creative has an awareness of multiple possibilities, okay? a variety of outcomes with every situation that we're ever faced with. So when we come to a, for example, if we come to a crossroad in our lives, we can either choose to go to left or we can take a right on red. Two like choices. But <laughs> I like that. Two choices, but one decision that we get to make. So if we're not careful to separate those two choices, turn left or turn right, separate those one from the other, from the subjective to our genius of purpose, both choices have potential, but that's all they've got unless the two choices are considered from our genius of purpose. Everything, every possible outcome in our lives is connected by space on one adjoining plane. Potential beliefs, which are the opposite of kinetic beliefs, are just as accessible to us as they have the potential to become kinetic energy or the energetics of our kinetic belief. But now the issue with the lack of information regarding our genius of purpose is that we are prone to reality deceptions or to the endless parade of persuasive potentials. That's what it is. The one percenters who are enjoying their best lives, they're prosperous, healthy, full of joy and happiness. Well, why is that? It's because they are mindful to be free from the impulse of potential beliefs. Hmm. Have you ever watched a clothing store full of shoppers for just a moment? <laughs> and, and we've talked about it. And they, you'll, you'll see them going from one clothing rack to the next clothing rack. And you can hear the rapid fire of hangers, click, clack, click, clack, click. And you can just see this, all this noise of action and activity. People considering all the potential of one thing, the potential of another thing, and the potential of this, the potential of that. It's all potential energy, potential mm -hmm. selection of possibilities. It's all potential noise and, and energetics. And unless you already know exactly what you want... You can wear yourself out. I mean, you can even get thirsty from looking so hard. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Trying to figure out if you even want anything. Interesting. Well, the kinetic belief creative works with kinetic energy, not potential. <laughs> I'm just remembering. I saw something online and it said, um, yeah, I've got I've to make a target run. I'm going to go grab some things at Target. And, and she's like, oh, what are you, you going to get? And she said, I don't know. Target will tell me when I get there. There it is. <laughs> and it's, but that's... Tar Target's full of potential, isn't it? <laughs> Target's going to let me know. And it's true. Well, <laughs> that's, it's, how it that's works. so true. Okay, but the kinetic belief creative works with kinetic energy and not the potential in order to avoid the reality deceptions and from being led away from their best life. So you're saying know what you want. Know what you want. It's from this knowing what you want viewpoint. Yeah. You see, we're objective and subjective evolve into two functions of consciousness, mm -hmm. genius of purpose and kinetic belief. Wow. The thing that's most likely to cause a reality deception to keep us from advancing is when the subjective becomes distracted by the objective. Hmm. It, is that saying like the thing that we're building is distracted by the, possibilities the possibility of, outside the, yeah. the within becomes distracted by the, the outer, without yeah. the outer yeah so there's always something else going on outside of what we're perceiving on the inside yeah that's something else going on outside of our mind the objective reality looks like well it's just there and it has nothing to do with us mm-hmm 
But now here's the rub on that, and I'm not going to belabor this for too long, but just for understanding. It was actually you that made it independent of you. It's separate from you because you see it that way. Wow. This is the beginning to understanding of how to avoid reality deceptions. And it's actually one of the biggest obstacles to manifesting what we want out of life. Our awareness, our mindfulness creates desires. And these are the desires that create our personal subjective realities. It's what we choose to believe about everything. So how can we begin to understand this uh, mind game of mirrors? I mean, we, we want to understand this. I used to go to the fair as a little guy. Did you ever go into one of those um, glass houses? No. It is so so cool. You go in there and it's just walls made of, of glass. Yeah. And and if it's if the glass is all clean from fingerprints, you don't know where you are, and and, and you're oh, wow. constantly bumping into glass trying to find your way out of a maze of glass. Oh, that's interesting. Um, huh. It's a mind game of mirrors. How do we begin to even understand the life that's a mind game of possibilities? Well, imagine consciousness, or imagine our awareness as expanding from some. Uh, independent, outside-of-us, objective reality. And it just simply twists and turns to reveal itself as we journey through life, just observing things. I mean, it's like riding along as a passenger in a car, and we're just going along, and we can simply just look out the window and watch the landscape go by. Right. You're not really thinking about anything. You're just seeing things go by. Mm-hmm. And, but it's evolving as we go. We see trees and hills, fences and flower beds. There's so many things going by for us to believe, to be independent of us. They just are, and we just happen to see them. Well, what I just described is the snare that tries to convince us that our beliefs, which are subjective, are a cause and effect result of our experiences with reality, which is the objective that's around us. So we begin to look for the reason for our beliefs and the reason for our experiences uh, that we're attracting to us. Yeah. And so in the objective reality of life, what we do is we get psychotherapy by looking into the past to define our present. We have religions looking at the outside rather than within. We see other people looking for past lives and the prenatal experiences and parental abuse to try and understand what they're going through now. Well, what, what are they sacrificing when they do this? The power of their subjective belief. And it's not the noise of the world. It's not other people. It's not our past. And, and like it or not, it's not your parents. <laughs> that are responsible for how you experience reality. Yes. Our subjective, creative thoughts are shaped by our judgments and our agreements. Wow. As you're teaching us, taking us through this journey today, it's it's really washing over me how this specific topic, it's really connecting with your inner self, with your inner spirit. And almost as if the depth of understanding is coming from that place today more than, more than ever. Our sustained, listening. yes, our sustained kinetic beliefs. That's what's responsible for the life that each one of us right now is experiencing. So if we want to change our lives, we change our kinetic beliefs. Look, reality deceptions have never been more energized in the world, like you were saying, Meg, than they are right now today. With with the reach of technology, there are more people telling their vision, selling their version, promoting their subjective beliefs than ever before. 
The most destructive force that there is in the universe to our genius of purpose is a reality deception, which is an, it's any negative energetic that's not in alignment with our kinetic beliefs. Mm. We become deceived, and it's at that moment that the decay of dreams actually begins. Look, the daily preparation to guard against deception requires us to not be moved from our chosen kinetic beliefs. So how do we know if we're being deceived? Have you ever been catfished? <laughs> well, that's one form of deception. No. But that's not I, what we're talking I about. Haven't. Well, we're not talking about that. Okay. <laughs> okay, so the very definition of reality deception <laughs> means that those who are deceived don't know it or they don't believe they're, they're deceived. Mm. This is why... As a KB creative, it's vital that we're guarding against every detraction to our manifesting journal. And we do this by diligently meditating regularly to image our desires, our subjective realities, while believing our truths with gratitude. This may be a sort of a a rabbit trail sort of question, but do you think that we ever get into these scenarios, these cycles where... It's almost like we want to be deceived. It's almost like we want it to be a certain way so badly. Kind of like you see the infomercial for, um, you know, the soap that will wash away fat. <laughs> we want that to be true so bad. We buy into it even though we know it's not true. Absolutely. The, the person that is open to deception is the one who's not walking in unconditional love towards self. Mm. It's the person that's not practicing that. So they're open to suggestion. They're looking for the better version of themselves. But if you are, if you fall in deeply in love with yourself, guess what? You don't want to change. You're embracing the reality of mm-hmm. who it is that you are. I love that, that as a kinetic believer, working in unconditional love, that means that our reality won't be something that we want to be deceived away from. It's something that we want to rush into every day that we're excited to, to participate in. That's yeah. important. That's it. Yeah, so, that's okay, great. here are four ways, four different ways to guard against reality deception so that we can continuously advance to live freely and abundantly mm. while prospering in our genius of purpose. First of all, understand the definition of reality deceptions. Every person is subject to reality deceptions. It's not just a few of us. Actually, if you're thinking, well, I can't be deceived, well, that means you already are. <laughs> so it's, it's essential to understand what reality deception is not. Uh, when we do something that we wish we hadn't done, for example, That's not reality deception. That's just making a bad decision. Mm -hmm. The only deception in in that is the belief that we won't attract more of what we believe to be wrong. Right. That's a different thing, though. That's a different thing. No, reality deceptions are actually destructive to our original purpose and our best life desires. Our subjective beliefs are deformed. They morph into other things, and our hopes and dreams just, they get swept away by the excitement of contradictions. Wow, that's amazing. This, is there an example that you can give us? I don't want you to oversimplify this, but is there an example just in our daily lives that you can give us for reality deceptions? I want to make sure I'm totally, fully understanding what you're telling us today. Sure. Um, Athletes. Let's just take uh, super extraordinary, talented athletes that have spent a lifetime of creating their subjective reality based around the internal dialogue of winning. Mm -hmm. And they create these thought forms and highest viewpoints for those for crossing the finish line first. Mm -hmm. 
And for example, some of their inner dialogue might be, um, I never get tired. And then the reality deception would be an inner voice that they, uh, they glom onto that might say, it's humanly impossible and 100% not true for you to not become tired. Well, now they're faced with a crossroad. Mm-hmm. And they can continue on in their subjective belief that I never get tired, wow. even though it might not be a fact. It's their truth that they're operating within yeah. that compels them to run faster and harder than they probably ever would. Or they might say, you know what, I, um, I can beat them. I can beat them. I can beat them. I can beat them. Mm-hmm. Well, that may not be the fact, but it's their internalized truth. But then someone else comes along and says, who do you think you are? You don't have as much training or practice or experience as your opponent. And then you inhabit that thought form, which becomes a diversion to your best self. Mm. And so that is a reality deception that if you move your kinetic belief away from, I can beat them to, I'm a loser. Wow then it will change the outcome of your expectation. Right. It almost feels like it's the voice of, of those negative energetics. Simple example. Wow. But no, that's great. All I got okay. in my pocket right yeah, now. Yeah, no, that's great. No, so, but, it, you know, it's through the, those reasonings that we become convinced of some other truth. And this happens to those that are weakened by the lack of knowledge regarding their position of creative dominion and authority. So they will reject their truths to chase after the myth. And we will call any other... Uh, reality deception a myth that's what it needs to be and that's what it is to us in our lives this is this is what we see happen in the movie madagascar (laughs) alex the lion is the king of the city jungle he's the main attraction at new york central (laughs) park zoo and he and his best friends marty the zebra melman the giraffe and gloria the hippo they spent their whole lives in the (laughs) comfort of blissful captivity and there they were they're just hanging out for their all their admiring fans coming by seeing them in the zoo and they're having all their meals provided for them but then something happens marty the zebra lets his curiosity get the best of him and what does he do he makes his escape with the help of some rather impressive penguins to go and explore the world well marty the zebra had a moment of looking within to locate his subjective truth which was freedom friskiness. And what do you know? Freedom became Marty. There it is. So the double-minded human creative succumbs to the flow of societal fears and enticements when they don't know which way to go. Wow. Interesting. Which then leads to the mixing of subjective truths for the perfected life with the objective validations of the collective world around us. And all the negative news of the day and all of the fear and all the fraught uh, excitement and anxiety that everyone else is expressing, all that stuff. So for this person, the accurate reality for their genius of purpose is no longer present in their thought forms. It's been replaced. You can't think one thing and speak another. And so we're we're always being inhabited by the thought forms of our choice, should we choose. The practical definition of reality deceptions is when we start believing as truth what we did not previously believe because it contradicted the truth of our purpose, of our dreams, of our goals. Wow. The way that a reality deception even starts is it's a work of fear that begins with questionings. It's the uncertainty of a purpose that, you know, it starts with an inner dialogue and it just begins with the energetics of another voice, like we were talking about this morning, that will actually question our genius of purpose. 
And it's through reasonings and doubt, which is a fear that we might miss out on something better. A deception of our reality begins to break down our kinetic beliefs that we've been journaling and faithfully putting into our manifesting journals and all that stuff, and changing those now to an inert potential belief and away from the manifesting power of our kinetic belief or our best life. It's all, it always begins with the inner dialogue of questioning. Hmm. Is that what they really said? Are they really are they trying to keep something from me? Do they not like what I'm doing? Do they not like who I am? Listening to all that. So instead of rewilding back to the original source of our purpose, we let those types of questionings begin the process of decay. And that's reality deception. Wow. Well, the second thing is to know what to expect. Be prepared. Right. Knowing how easy it is to be swept away by reality deceptions, we have to be prepared. Yes. And, you know, I, I love, and we do this before we get out of bed in the morning, you know, I'm, I am prepared to win, bef- and, and that's in my mantra. I am a winner today. Mm-hmm. I am energetic. I am love. I am happiness and joy and health and all these things, and then my feet hit the floor. But not until I'm prepared, prepared. With preparedness, it's not difficult to properly perceive by carefully considering in advance of the day. Mm. I love I love the idea of being prepared. I was watching, you know, we, we saw Lindsay Vaughn in a coffee shop the other day, and I was looking at um, her social media, and she, she did this whole video about um, how she warms up her knee because she had this really intense knee surgery. Um, and she was showing us how she warms up her knee before a big workout. And I thought that was so interesting that, you know, most most people, if you don't have an injury, you're just warming your body up. But if you have this one specific thing you have to that you have to watch out for and warm up, she was focusing so heavily on that knee, making sure it was ready for this workout. And I love this idea of what you're giving us that it's that preparation is going to be so specific to our subjective reality, which is going to be so powerful because we all have, like, like you talk about, that genius of purpose is going to be different for every person. Yeah, the super athlete is managing their expectations. She has the the uh, the, the knee that is could be a potential issue, and so she manages that. That yeah. means you know we need to prepare ahead of time yeah. to judge those things that present themselves as our truth. Right. And we should be able to discern very quickly and accurately as we're going through our day, using our convictions and using our articles of faith when things show up. Otherwise, life becomes like a, a, a desert rally race. <laughs> We've seen... Uh, we were watching one of those the other day where, you know, you're just going as fast as you can, even though you don't know where you're going. And under those circumstances, which is how most people go through life, they end up placing all of their faith in the person that's shouting out directions. Right. If you've ever seen it before, there's the the, uh, the co-driver in one of those rally races, and there's just going across the desert as fast as they can go. And they they've, the uh, co-driver has this set of pace notes that helps prepare the driver for what's coming ahead. And so he or she is reading those notes while shouting at the driver to get them in the car as quickly as possible down the roads that were never intended to be driven on fast. And so it sounds like a potential disaster, doesn't it? Well, that's because it's full of potential belief. And when we live by the shouts and pressure of potential belief, we're all courting disaster. Guarding against deception is a proactive endeavor for the KB creative. Don't wait until you're racing past the next turn to try and figure out if it's a truth or reality deception. 
be ready for those turns in advance. Right. A reality deception is really, it's anything that we don't want manifesting into our lives. So we protect our beliefs. And if you don't know how to do this, don't watch violence. Don't think about poverty. Don't dwell on sickness. Never hurry or worry. Think on good things. Wow. And those good things will become you. Think on good things. I like that. What we dwell upon, we attract to manifest into our lives. So we protect our beliefs. So how do we get ready? The first thing we do is spend time meditating on thoughts of unconditional love for the journey. And we guard and protect our kinetic beliefs by not allowing the negative energetics of fearful thoughts outweigh the thought forms of our best life reality. We prepare ourselves in order to stand firm in love when objective thoughts contradict our purpose. If we're willing to stand firm against any pressure in the light of our purposeful truth, you know, we'll never have to stand for long to see it manifest into our lives. It's the back and forth, it's the, the potential energetics of belief that prevent things from manifesting rapidly into our lives. We've got a live workshop coming up here soon where I'm going to be able to answer some questions, but I believe somebody right now needs to hear this. If we analyze something with our own thoughts and opinions, we are setting ourselves up for a reality deception. Analytical thoughts and opinions are simply measurements for sounding the depths of possibilities, often used by opportunists for new ideas. In other words, as kinetic believers, we have another foundation on which to base our reality perceptions, and that foundation is our God-given original genius of purpose. Mm. When we prepare ahead of time with affirmations of purpose and vision, working our journals, doing our affirmations in the mirror at night, preparing before we get out of bed in the morning, staying energized throughout the day, getting away from the noise and looking within, we're prepared to reflect the tactics of negative energetics, deflect those and guard against reality deceptions. And that's how we do this. Wow. So powerful. You know, mm. and the third thing that I want to really point out is to the measure, measure all things against your subjective vision. Whenever an idea, philosophy or doctrine is presented to you, we, we never have to wonder if it's true or not. Because all we have to do is to measure all things against our subjective desires and we will have our answer. And that's how we guard against reality deceptions. There are plenty of people who are willing to cause strife, especially when it helps them to justify the effects of, that their negative beliefs are having on their lives. Wow. Causing strife means pressuring someone else to accept as true or valid something that was not originally true to you. Hmm. And this is happening more today at a level that I've not previously seen in my lifetime. Any reality deception is anything that does not align with our best life kinetic beliefs. And so to be deceived is to think that we can talk about being broke while believing to be healthy. It's to believe that we can hate someone while expecting to attract love into our lives. Mm. Deceptions. Yes. Whatever negative energetic we adopt uh, as a subjective truth, that's what we will attract. We cannot believe one thing and then get another. It's not possible to straddle two creative realities. There is, there's a fine line between something that's valid and something that's true. Something valid is something that's validated. Something that's valid is not absolute in itself. 
For example, it's a valid fact that we can be sick, unhappy, broke, and disgusted. But the truth is that we're advancing our mind, body, spirit, and soul toward perfected completion while experiencing the journey of our best lives. And being sick, unhappy, broken, disgusted is no longer a threat to us. So when we've located our genius of purpose, fallen in love with who we were created to experience, the opposite is no longer a threat to us. When we compare everything to the words of manifesting journals, our, our words, our thoughts, our highest viewpoints in those thought forms, we are now able to guard against those reality deceptions. The fourth thing that I want to point out is it's imperative that we learn to live by kinetic belief. To guard against deceptions, it becomes a way of life to live by kinetic belief. Unwavering, sustained, grateful, present tense, actional belief. That's what will keep us out of reality deceptions. There will always be challenges in this world. Even we as kinetic belief creatives will face those challenges. But the one thing that's different for us is we know our truths. So don't be deceived into thinking that anything less than our expanding territory, our healthy body, our advancing abundant life is an acceptable reality for us. The dying voices of the world will tell us to expect defeat, expect failure, expect sickness and disease, expect broken relationships, expect financial trouble. But when we live by kinetic belief, we believe in our abilities to be able to align with love, which says, I can attract into my life anything that I choose through the power of kinetic belief. Mm -hmm. Love says, nothing is impossible for me. And all things are possible for the law of attraction to manifest through the power of kinetic belief. Love says the best life that's mine is mine through kinetic belief. My creator always backs me up. Now, those are the four ways to avoid reality deceptions. And it's, you know, it's by living boldly, Meg, and, and living fearlessly. Yes. So we ask for the guidance of wisdom to lead us into our eternal truths. And look, be alert. Keep yourself prepared. Dig your heels deep into your kinetic beliefs. Refuse to budge from the truth of your purpose, and you will be able to stand firm now and in the days to come. One of the biggest things that I've picked up on today, and, and really one of the biggest lessons I've gleaned from this, is, is this idea that we're not fighting these negative energetics that are coming in directly that you're getting rid of them by living as a kinetic believer and by going after the positive energetics and by by putting a demand on your thoughts to only think thoughts of abundance and health and success and positive friendships and love and relationships you know you're, you're being you're you're cheering yourself on for this perfect version of your life instead of spending all of your energy and all of your time fighting off these bad ideas. I love that, you know, you're winning by, by focusing on the positive, by looking within. That's, that's totally it. And you know what? It's together that we guard ourselves against every deception. It's the power of the collective belief of kinetic believers that we are yeah. in, in the harmonics of the energetics of love and edification, celebration, and championing each yes. other that keeps us on guard against those deceptions. Mm. And I have to say, you know, you just mentioned all of the kinetic believers. And I, was, I spent a moment this morning just meditating on... All of the other kinetic believers around the world. And it's amazing when you pause and do that, you can feel it. You can feel that there are so many like-minded creatures pursuing the same level of, of experience and life 
and I just found that to be incredibly just encouraging and it filled me up and it makes you it makes you so aware that you're not alone in this and you're not the only person trying to do this and I just I just found some I don't know if comfort's the right word, but it was incredibly energizing. I do find it comforting, right? I mean, it's those, it's the inertia of the energetics of kinetic belief that you're feeling. Mm. And that's the comfort of it. I like what Noel Langley, who wrote The Wizard of Oz, said. He said, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. There's a man behind the curtain in all of our lives. Look within to find your true self. Fall in love with you all over again and again and again and again each day. Every day of your life, be true to you and your best life will become you. Let's work on some guided thought form oh, affirmations yeah. together. Just, just say this. Say, I am the architect of my life. I am the architect of my life. I have an intimate knowledge of its foundation. I have an intimate knowledge of its foundation. And a desire for its contents. And a desire for its contents. Today, I am overflowing. Today, I'm overflowing. With winning energy. With winning energy. And I'm filled with joy. <laughs> and I'm filled with joy. My body is healthy. My body is healthy. My mind is fast. My mind is fast. And my soul is at peace. And my soul is at peace. I'm impervious to negative thoughts. I'm impervious to negative thoughts. And I have the energetics to act. And I have the energetics to act. I've been given the talent of excellence. I have been given the talent of excellence. Which I will utilize today. Which I will utilize today. I forgive those who've harmed me. I forgive all of those who've harmed me. In my past, in my, my present. In my past, present. And I'm peacefully separated from them. And I'm peacefully separated from them. I'm flowing with a river of compassion and love. I'm flowing with a river of compassion and love. I'm guided in my steps. I'm guided in my steps. By my good desires. By my good desires. Which lead me toward what I must do. Which lead me toward what I must do. My relationship with family. My relationship with family. Is becoming stronger, deeper, and more satisfying each day. Is becoming stronger, deeper, and more satisfying each day. I possess the genius of purpose. I possess that genius of purpose. Needed to live my best life. Needed to live my best life. In every area. In every area. And that's the four ways to avoid reality deception. Wow, definitely listening to that one again. I can't wait to do a replay. And if you are interested in checking out the guided journal that Stephen mentioned in today's podcast or the Genius of Purpose workbook, you can find that at stephencanyon.com. Sending out much love, acceptance, edification, yes, celebration, yes. and championing to kinetic cre- creatives <laughs> all over the world. Love to all of you. And thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. <laughs> <laughs>